In this video, I'll be sharing with you eight Polkadot DeFi gems that can turn you into a millionaire in 2021. If you're new to the channel, make sure you hit the subscribe button and click on all notifications as YouTube does like to gatekeep cryptocurrency content and you definitely do not want to miss out on this time sensitive information. In my opinion, Polkadot projects are still super undervalued as well as the Polkadot coin itself. Since Polkadot has not experienced the massive DeFi growth as many Ethereum DeFi projects have experienced in 2020, in my opinion, 2021 is going to be massive for many Polkadot projects because many of them are flying under the radar. This, most of them have still not released their platforms yet. So you're super early for them. And if you're lucky, you might even manage to snag a thousand X gem. I mean, it's, it's really difficult to say which one is going to do a thousand X, but yeah, if those of you who have joined the channel already last year and managed to snag up some other tokens where well, that performed phenomenally in 2020 and the beginning of 2021. So maybe you're also lucky with one of these projects. So let's start with Kuzama. Kuzama is considered as Polkadot's cousin and it's similar to a test network where most of the Polkadot projects are going to be placing their projects first on Kuzama before releasing it on Polkadot. Basically a canary in the coal mine. So that's why Kuzama is actually fantastic. Projects are going to have to use it. So it's a scalable multi-chain network. Basically it's the same as Polkadot, but it's a lot easier for DeFi platforms to put their projects onto it. It's fantastic for its interoperability, scalability for blockchain developers that want to actually push their DeFi platforms onto the Polkadot blockchain as fast as possible, or still do it on Kuzama. So Kuzama is a network built as a risk-taking, fast-moving canary in the coal mine for its cousin Polkadot. It's a living platform built for change agents to take back control, spark innovation, and disrupt the status quo. And of course, in the same way that DeFi projects that want to run on Polkadot and run their power chains, they'll be having to like buy DOT tokens in order to have their power chains and power threads. In the same way, projects will have to buy Kusama in order to rent power chains and power threads. Basically, it's a no-brainer for any DeFi project that wants to run on Polkadot to first deploy on Kusama. So in my opinion, it's, it's the bread and butter of future <laughs> Polkadot projects. At the moment, the Kusama price is at $98. So it had a pretty big rise but the market cap is still relatively small for such an important piece in the Polkadot ecosystem. Current market cap is at 884 million US dollars. The max supply is 10 million coins, so not that much. Current circulating supply is 8.9 million. And yeah, the, the FDV fully diluted valuation is 985 million. In my opinion, this is incredibly low market cap for the amount of value that it brings to the Polkadot ecosystem. Next up is Cardia Chain. 
Hardia Chain is a super interesting interoperable decentralized Polkadot blockchain working with many different companies. You've got Chainlink, Neo, Teta, Ontology, a massive amount of partnerships. The futures, super high scalability, BFT, delicated proof of stake consensus, makes it secure, faster confirmations and lower costs, high interoperability between different blockchains. And this is incredible because there are not many solutions that allow that for the moment on other blockchain platforms. So you've got non-invasive connections to transfer both asset and data between any participating blockchain dApps. And that's thanks to the dual masternode solution. Adoptability, seamless blending of private and public blockchain solutions. And this is pretty interesting because that will bring a lot more enterprises into the space and hopefully also promote more smart city adoption. On the Cardia chain technology side of things, you've got the dual node technologies, the dual mass nodes, which allows access to ledger data of two chains. What does that mean? Well, basically you could have the Neo blockchain interact with the Cardia chain blockchain or the Cardia chain blockchain interact with the Ethereum blockchain. Cardia chain has its own smart contract markup language, elastic sharding with incentive mechanism. This is super interesting because it allows for algorithmic approach and transaction routing. And this definitely can decrease the cost and increase the speed, which is very important. As you already know with DeFi, this is terrible on the Ethereum blockchain. So anything that can alleviate these massive costs and increase the speed is fantastic. So now let's look at the use cases and why this is super important. I think as soon as we've got interoperable decentralized exchanges, DeFi is just going to go through the roof. Here's an example, fully decentralized cross-chain exchange. Imagine you've got tokens. Now, of course, I don't really use Neo blockchain, but, I, but hopefully in the future you've got the possibility to exchange between Ethereum and Polkadot ecosystem, which would be super interesting if you've got some Polkadot ICOs that you'd like to buy, but you only got some ESC20 tokens and you could interact between those two blockchains seamlessly. The next use case is smart city integration. I'm super bullish on a smart city, looking forward to when this is possible in Switzerland. And basically what it means is you can have medical records, student profiles, your credentials for your CV stored on the blockchain. And this will make many bureaucratics a lot faster and cheaper for the city, for the, the government, as well as the citizens. Now in Switzerland, we don't really have a lot of corruption, but in other countries, especially Asian countries or uh, South America, you've got a lot of corruption. Having a lot of records as well as student, your student profile, your bachelor's degree, master's degree stored in a way that it helps you get a job a lot easier, get medical attention a lot easier and a lot faster. Well, it's going to help not only the government but also the people that use these services so smart citizens can enjoy the benefit of cheaper safer and faster services while in total control of that data and this is definitely super important especially in asian countries where they don't have the highest data privacy laws so i think what's cool about the cardia chain kai token is that it's a non-refundable functional utility token which will be used as the unit of exchange between participants on the cardia chain 
super interesting. So let's look at the tokenomics of Kai. At the moment, it's 0 0.02 cents. It's got a market cap of 45 million US dollars. It's definitely got a super high circulating as well as total supply. The circulating supply is half of the total supply, which is not too bad. It just means that the fully diluted valuation is around 90 million US dollars. So it's a super interesting project, not a super high market cap. So I think it's still pretty undervalued. Next project on the list is Darwinia, a project that also allows for interoperability between many different blockchains. It's a cross-chain bridge protocol built on Substrate, the Polkadot framework from which many Polkadot projects are built upon. And it's considered as the golden gate bridge of the cross-chain ecology. So a lot of buzzwords, basically what it means is allows ESC20 tokens on, for example, Ethereum to be transacted with tokens running on Tron. If you look at this nice image here, you can see you've got the Polkadon blockchain on the left-hand side and you've got the Davinia network. And it would, for example, allow people to send EOS tokens and buy Ethereum tokens. Normally you won't have this interoperability possibility if you're just on the Ethereum ecosystem or just on the US ecosystem or the near ecosystem. And Davinia allows for this interoperability between all of these blockchains. You've got the Davinia network, which is connected to the Polkadot blockchain with a parachain. And here, this cross-train bridge would actually allow people that have ESC20 tokens on Ethereum blockchain to then buy Tron tokens, if you'd want to do that, <laughs> or buy US tokens or near tokens. And this thanks to this golden gate bridge of the Polkadot ecosystem. So this is super, super interesting. And I believe at the moment, this project is highly undervalued, allows for a lot more interoperability between many different blockchains. And here you can see the Kusama testnet is also uh, in, in the whole ecosystem. So let's look at the Davinia tokenomics. It's currently trading at 0 0.07 cents, super low price, but you have to keep in mind that the total supply is 10 billion US dollars. And this is important. The circulating supply is a lot lower. So even though the market cap looks super low at 35 million US dollars, due to the fact that it's got a, a total supply of $10 billion, which is 20 ti 22 times more than the circulating supply. It means that the market cap is 22 times higher. So that means it would be at 770 million US dollars, which is pretty high, but still for the interoperability and the use cases that it offers, I think it's still super low. But yeah, that's my own opinion. I think a lot of these coins are pretty much sleepers waiting to explode. I'm super bullish about the next project and that is Moonbeam. Now Moonbeam is basically an Ethereum clone running on a Polkadot parachain. And this is very, very interesting because it's gonna be able to use the Ethereum features that make Ethereum so fantastic, but benefit from the super low fees of the Polkadot ecosystem, as well as the high scalability features with power threads, meaning that you can run many blockchains side by side to increase the scalability. That's like the simple explanation. 
What is also super interesting with Moonbeam is that Ethereum developers can actually port their DeFi apps onto Moonbeam with minimal configuration. They can use tools that they're already familiar with. They can use familiar smart contract language like Solidity Viper and many other ones that compile an EVM bytecode, pre-built integrations. There are many integrations for assets like DOT and ESC20 tokens. So Moonbeam is much more than just an Ethereum virtual machine. It's a highly specialized layer 1.5 chain that mirrors Ethereum's web RPC accounts, keys, subscription logs, and more. So it's possible when Moonbeam launches that they're going to do a snapshot. And if you're holding ETH on an Ethereum wallet, then you might get some Moonbeam ETH in the future. Not sure. Let's see if that happens. So you've got the Solidity smart contracts, accounts, EDCS, that's probably not interesting for you, but I think what is interesting is looking at which projects are actually already building on Moonbeam. You've got Chainlink, Band Protocol, Pools, and Poker Cover. You've also got SushiSwap, which is also building on Moonbeam. The Moonbeam network is going to be powered by the Glimmer token. As a decentralized smart contract platform, Moonbeam requires a utility token to function. Our token Glimmer is central to the design of the network and can be removed without sacrificing security and essential functionality. Just keep in mind, the Glimmer token is still not available. Many of the Glimmer tokens on Uniswap are scams. So just be aware of that. There's going to definitely be a rush on the Glimmer token as soon as the public sale is available. Yeah, not really sure if there's going to be a public sale. I don't have any information on that, but super, super hyped about this project. Next project is Reef Finance. Yeah, Reef Finance is probably also going to be performing super well. Why? Because it's basically a gateway to DeFi through liquidity and protocol aggregation. Basically what it means is a type of decentralized exchange that allows you to swap tokens between each other with liquidity from other decentralized exchanges as well as centralized exchanges. Refinance allows you to tap into liquidity pools from Kraken, Binance, Coinbase, and also Ethereum pools such as AirSwap, Uniswap, Kyber Network, and, and a lot more in the future. What kind of solution does Reef Finance solve? Reef is a DeFi operating system, smart liquidity aggregator, getting liquidity from centralized exchanges and decentralized exchanges, and also a yield engine allowing users to tap into high yield solutions. What is pretty cool is that Refinance is a non-custodial decentralized network governed entirely by Reef token holders via decentralized autonomous organization. I'm always a big fan of such projects because it reduces the risk of a centralized organization deciding what's going to happen to the project. Basically, the token holders will make sure that the project thrives. This is a proposed solution by Refinance, Global Liquidity Aggregator, Smart Yield Farming Aggregator. So that will allow users to tap into a lot of yield farming solutions. And there, since it's a smart yield farming aggregator is probably going to be looking for the highest um, profitable yields that users can actually start earning some passive income from, especially since on the Polkadot ecosystem, the smart contract fees are going to be a lot lower than on the Ethereum blockchain. So the tokenomics of refinance, pretty interesting. It costs at the moment 0.019 cents. 
it's got 2.4 billion tokens for the total supply and the market cap is i think around 45 million us dollars at the moment so it's still pretty pretty low i'm pretty sure a platform that is basically a combination between uniswap and euron finance is going to perform pretty well in the Polkadot ecosystem. But yeah, let's see. I'm, I'm super, super hyped about it. The next project is Bondly. Bondly brings agile and trusted decentralized finance to everyone. Bondly is a pretty cool project. Basically, it's a peer-to-peer -peer exchange that enables trading across any chain through any medium. You can also send tokens by using different apps, such as a Telegram. You can use any chat app to make escrow payments or transfers for crypto assets. It features trustless swapping and recurring payments. Interoperable works across many different blockchains. It's transparent activity happens on chain, so you can follow what is actually happening. So I'm, I'm, I'm really happy with this because a lot of the, de the current DeFi barriers are that DeFi is complicated for users, centralized finance is too slow, and decentralized exchanges are pretty expensive, especially at the moment on the Ethereum blockchain. So Bondly solves this um, problem. It's running on Polkadot, so a lot higher scalability and also a lot cheaper. Basically, the value proposition that they're offering is trusted, transparent and swapping solution between parties in any marketplace on, an, on any blockchain. So pretty, pretty awesome. Powered by Polkadot. The Bondly native substrate blockchain is designed to support the lowest cost transfer for assets. Yeah, I'm pretty, pretty um, hyped about this project as well as, as many of the projects I'm, I'm talking about. Let's look at the tokenomics. Bondly is a low market cap coin, definitely a lot higher risk with the lower market cap coins, but a lot more upwards potential as well. Currently it's trading at um, 14 cents, nearly 15 cents. It's got a market cap of 14 million, but the total supply is nine times higher than the circulating supply. So you can basically multiply these 14 million by 10 more or less. And then it's 140 million US dollar market cap. So still pretty low for the value proposition that it's offering. The last project I'd like to share with you, and I'm really hyped about this as well, and that is Robonomics Network. So let me quickly explain what Robonomics is in simple terms. Basically, it's a ready to work and open source platform which you can use to connect your robot as a service for end users. They call it robot as a service. So if you've got a robot, you can connect it to the Robonomics platform and users can actually use that robot for whatever purpose they would like to use. And in order to use that, they're gonna to have to pay some tokens. And here you can actually look at the different services that you can tap into. If you go onto dap.robonomics.network slash services, you can look at the information on how to get started, the devices that you have, devices, telemetry, and here you can also look at what kind of services are offered. If you go under marketplace services, you can get, for example, Fuji weather information, decentralized sensors network. Basically, you're actually tapping into robots around the world or IoT devices around the world to get the data from it for maybe a service that you want to provide to your users, but you don't really have to set up all the robots for that service. You can actually get the robots that other people have. I think this is very 
promising and definitely really useful in the future. So Robodomics has two types of tokens. They've got the RVS token, which is for companies that stream the data and they were gonna have to buy a portion of this token or a full token, depending on how much data they would like to stream. So here, 50 tokens is the current circulating supply and 100 token is the total supply. And that explains why the token is priced at $53,170, which is pretty, pretty expensive, but not that expensive for an enterprise solution. Then you've also got the Robonomics network price XRT. And that's for users that actually want to benefit from the robot as a service. They're gonna to have to buy this XRT token. So here the circulating supply is 866,000 of 10 million. So definitely a lot higher total supply than circulating supply and more than 10 times more. That means the market cap is at 250 million and not just 25 million. The current price is $29.84. So really interesting. I'm super bullish on most of these projects. They might take a bit of time to actually pop. Not all of them, of course, pop. Some pop, some don't. With all these projects, there's always gonna be an inherent risk that the project can actually fulfill what they're saying they will fulfill. And yeah, that's a risk that you have to take into consideration when investing in such projects. These are just my own opinions, definitely not financial advice. But if you enjoyed the video, make sure to subscribe. I'm gonna be bringing a lot more DeFi content, especially on Polkadot, as well as Ethereum, and hopefully at some point also Cardano. That said, I'll catch you in the next video. Have a good one. Bye-bye.